Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Non-Secular Nerds. Tonight we're going to need you to grab your monomates and prepare your photon arts, because we're giving our... What would you call it, in Our New Genesis, a little bit later, review? It's, it's, it's been over a month, so we're going to be talking about New Genesis. Uh, like always, though, I am Tim, joined by Ian. How's it going, buddy? Good, good, good. It's uh, It's been a week for, I think, both of us. Uh, yes, you it more has. so than me. <laughs> yep. But, uh, uh, no, things are things are going well. Um, yeah, so as Tim said, we're going to spend today talking about uh, the latest uh, in the Fantasy Star uh, universe from publisher UA Bowl. Uh, <laughs> oh. I mean, Sega. Um, oh, my counter's gotta, not working. No! Gotta keep on his there toes. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are yeah, at so 36, from, by the way, now. From uh, the latest from Sega, uh, you know, the studio most famous probably for Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. um, Samba de Amigo. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a fun game. Hey, look fun at game. that wallaby. <laughs> oh, I missed that song from the lobby. So, but yeah, like, uh, like we said, uh, we're going to be talking about New Genesis. Um, it's been out for over a month now. Um, a lot of a lot of feelings about this game. Uh both good and bad from players, if we're being honest. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, so let's let's start. I think with the the stuff that we really like. Mm -hmm. um, I think and it's a there's, good. There's a lot. Well, of we it, can pepper. Actually. Yeah, we can pepper in the the good and the bad, and, yeah. and kind of mix things up a bit. So, um, talking about its predecessor, Fantasy Star Online Two. Mm -hmm. That game is eight years old, nine years old now. Nine, nine, years. nine years old because we're doing the the nine year anniversary of it. Yes. Uh, so that game is nine years old. It um, the global version actually came to America early last year, twenty twenty. Yep. Uh, that seems right, like really forever ago point. now. <laughs> right. It really kind of came out like right towards the onset of the pandemic uh, and the lockdown. So a lot of people, Tim included, mm -hmm. uh, who were furloughed during that time period, uh, basically got to play this game nonstop. I mean, it's it's several like, months. I, I, so. Yeah, I remember like the the uh, the closed beta came out. I got into that, and I'm like, man, this is really taking me back because I played the uh, Fantasy Star Online one back on the Dreamcast you know, years ago at this point. Uh, absolutely loved it. Spent a lot of time on it. Uh, you actually had it for the GameCube, if I remember right. Yeah, mm -hmm. I did have it for the GameCube. You had it for the GameCube, because all th you had it, I had it, mm -hmm. uh, Kevin had it, Jory yep. had it. Yep. Uh, because we all would, I mean, I sank probably 500 hours <laughs> oh, into that easily, game. I easily. mean, we all had, like, maxed out money, like, stupid amounts of gear, oh, yeah. like, playing on the hardest end like we would purposely handicap ourselves just to make the game harder yeah um that was also back in the day when all we had was was like local play like yeah i mean the gamecube had a modem but um i don't think it was i don't think any of us had it no I, I don't even think you had it did you mm -mm. i know i i had yeah, the, uh... which is surprising because you usually had all the weird like extra add-on crap for right. systems i know um obviously i, I had the uh, modem for the dreamcast but the dreamcast came stock with a modem, uh, which was nice. Right. So I played that online a lot. But, um, yeah, the closed beta came out for Fantasy Star Online 2, played it, it gave me huge nostalgia. And then, like Ian said, when it launched was right around when, you know, places were shutting down. Uh, uh, a lot of people, myself included, there was no option to work from home. It's kind of hard. You know, I, I've said this before. I work in an RV factory. It's my day job. It's kind of hard to do that from home. I mean... I live really close to work, but still, there's really no good way to do that. So that's that's what I spent my time doing 
during shutdown when you you couldn't go anywhere, you couldn't do anything. Is I I played Fantasy Star, and and yep. I played a lot of it. Um, <laughs> I played a lot yep. of it. Uh, I mean, I made a lot yeah, of friends. So... A lot of them I still talk to. Uh, I mean, a lot of them I, I actually still play <laughs> with too. Um, but yeah, so I mean, here we are now. You know, it's it's midway through twenty twenty one, and we've had New Genesis for you know a little over a month now. About a, I think a month and a half, give or take. Well, uh, yeah, because New Genesis for uh, maybe a month and a yeah about a month and a half because I yeah. believe the official launch date was the seventh or ninth uh, the ninth I think of, of June yep June so, yes yeah, so, yeah so we've had a little so, over a um, month and a half yeah and if you folks remember Tim and I played the the closed beta test we mm-hmm. we were some of the few folks that got into the beta we shared our feedback on how that went we did a couple of live streams of that weekend which yep. was. Basically, just us <laughs> marathoning uh, New Genesis, uh, the, yep. be- the beta, in order to really get the fe- get the experience and also get the rewards. Because those those of you that played the rewards uh, or played the closed beta could get rewards depending on some of the things that you did. Yep. Um, so, uh, New Genesis is out now. It's been out for about a month. Um, we've said it before, and I'll say it again. Absolutely beautiful game oh like yes yes so beautiful actually like the color scheme really kind of reminds me of um breath of the wild where they have those those really vibrant yeah yeah the really vibrant colors like the very the very blue blues and the very green greens which i I was gonna ask you beautiful color scheme on a side note how is it running on your new computer oh beautifully yeah Yeah, for uh we haven't uh haven't said this on the the podcast but um i have a new computer uh picked it up finally after running off of a four-year-old um laptop um so um it was uh it was riding the struggle (laughs) bus even with some pretty basic games yeah um had a 1070 ti in it i think uh which was fine yeah still respectable yeah still respectable it's just uh the rest of it it was, it was having a struggle, so <laughs> moved back to a, a tower unit. Um, went with a pre-build, uh, mostly because it's about the only way you can get a graphics card without having to sell one of my children. Dude, ain't that the truth? Um, so yeah, uh, no, it, the game runs fantastically. I'm running it on like the ultra high settings, it's, and oh, and really have beautiful. no issues. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's um, it's a very pretty game, mm-hmm. but uh, so graphically, it's uh, very beautiful. Allows for a lot of freedom of choice. Yes. I think that's been a staple of the Fantasy Star um, genre for a long time, is just freedom of choice. Freedom of character, freedom of customization. Um, so, yeah, so, I guess we could start you know, with a little bit of the character customization. Well, say, and we kind of touched on this in our, our thoughts of the beta, um, but the, the character creation in this, especially the way that they do accessories now, where you can position them, you can tag them to any body part, I have seen some just incredible uh, character builds. There was, uh, I don't remember the player name, but they had, uh, when they were just standing upright, it looked like they had all these random mechanical parts on them. There were wheels everywhere, and I'd like, I'm like, okay, what is that? There's a certain emote that if they do that emote, effectively they become a transformer, so they turn from this person with random robot parts into a motorcycle when they do this emote. And like the yeah, amount... I saw them. Okay, yeah, I saw you, them. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, I can I can attest to this. The the amount of time that that must have taken to figure out exactly how to position everything to get that was insane. Uh, I saw another player that had same thing, taken some uh, older cast parts, 
and same thing, attacks them to different areas, but they looked like a giant robotic dog. I mean, nothing moved, because it was all stationary parts. Like, I took a picture of it, I'll have to show it to you. But, uh, yeah, they were a giant robotic dog, and, and just, I mean, even even beyond that, there have just been some really unique character designs. Um, I know with PSO2, the body shapes, while there were some variations, if you wanted to be, like my character Ulrich, you know, a, a big dude, Every you know, big muscle dude. dude all he is dude. the biggest dude. I, no, I, I, I have to admit something. I've seen people bigger than Ulrich, but at that point, yeah, it, it looks some comically of big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially the the one character that has like has skipped. I'm sure you've seen them around. I can't remember the character name, but they they look like they've skipped leg day. Mm, yep. Um, ultra huge like upper torso. <laughs> yep, and then they have like a female like doll's head that is just yes. nightmare fuel. I actually saw them uh, just a few minutes before we recorded. <laughs> I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yep. Nightmare fuel. Right. It's you, just... you, you, that character model loads in and you go, oh my god, I'm gonna have a... yeah. dreams about that. that. That is my sleep paralysis demon right there. Um, yes. But, but exactly. yeah, New Genesis is allowed, um, especially, you know, in the, in the beta we didn't have all of our prior accessories, outfits, whatever have you. Um, now that the game is launched and all that imports over, all the old hairstyles we unlocked, outfits, accessories, uh, all your emotes, all of that carried over, which is really nice that, especially for a lot of that stuff, is stuff that players have spent actual tangible funds on. To be able to keep that, I think was a really good move on Sega's part. Um, just because, I mean, there I know people that every time a new scratch ticket would come out would drop honestly a couple hundred dollars on new cosmetics so i mean that's let's be honest it's a free-to-play game that's where sega's making their money is on these cosmetics but it was a good gesture for them to to make it usable the only downside uh speaking specifically to costumes is those aren't all tied to the old pso2 body type so when you wear an old costume you have to default back to how a pso2 body looks and is shaped and is customized um versus the new genesis stuff obviously works with the new body types. So so there, there's a little bit of right. give and take. You, you do have a lot of customization. Um, they are they have come out with several scratch tickets since the game was launched that are specifically for New Genesis. Um, they just launched a new one or, uh, middle of last week that had a lot of new cast parts, which I know a lot of the cast players have been wanting since day one because other than the default ones, there were no other New Genesis-specific cast parts. So I know a lot of people are pretty happy yeah. about that. Yeah, I know cast cast kind of always seems to be like an afterthought, and admittedly, it's kind of hard to to build customizable parts to a robot, right? Um, unless it's like the female cast, which really look more—I mean, they're more human looking yeah. with just like you know seams on their bodies, where right. they just have seams or you know some extra pieces and things like that, right? But, um, yeah, so uh, unparalleled customization in more more ways than really any game that I've ever played. Like, yeah, you can spend a lot of time in, like, Elder Scrolls or Fallout, like, customizing your your character. I mean, you can make Sam Jackson in Fallout 4. You can, yeah. Or, or you know, Mass Effect 3, and I've seen people make Sam Jackson in, in Mass Effect. Well, heck, I, um, I made uh, Jason Statham in Skyrim when it first came out, and that was by accident. <laughs> so, or well, uh, well, except uh, then my uh, one of my friends said he looks like the love child of Bruce Willis and Jason Statham, so I named him uh, Bruce Statham. So I mean, you, you know, it, you th that that's that's a uh, 
Tough guy right there, Bruce Statham. Brace him. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, unparalleled customization options. Um, so you could spend, like, dozens of hours just, like, tweaking and tuning your character. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know anybody that would have spent that much time on character customization. But I, I, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, but like, like the thing, like now that I've got Ulrich to pretty much how I want him, like I'll tweak like a few small things here or there as I go. Um, the only downside, you know, if, if we're going to talk about pros and cons, one of the downsides that I see with character customization is my character is built to be just huge. With most melee weapons, the uh, the model works with it perfectly. Or ranged weapons, specifically rifles. <laughs> like you, you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. When he shoots, it, it looks like his his one like... arm turns into a giant chicken wing, effectively, and just like stretches yeah. way out, like three feet away from his body. I don't know if it's just because of the proportions are weird and the weapon doesn't understand how to attach to it, but you do see some some weird little things like that. It doesn't happen very often. Um, but uh, apart from that, uh, some accessories, uh, particularly ones from the base game, do have some clipping issues that you may have to work with a little bit. Um, but, I mean, you know, like Ian said, it's a very in-depth character creator. They can't have possibly... I mean, it's impossible for them to have thought of every single angle that a character would have put every accessory at attached to any point on their body. I mean, there's just... It, that's an impossible feat for them to come up with every single option. So you are going to see a few things like that. That does take a little bit of tweaking. Uh, some things like the rifle with his arm. There's not really a way for me to fix that because those are the animations that are built into the game for that weapons attack. There's not really a way for me to fix that other than to completely change my character body for one weapon type that I'm only using it to level up that class. So, You know, there's some other things like, you know, weapon size scaling. Mm -hmm. When Ulrich uses twin machine guns, he looks like... <laughs> it, it's basically like... It's basically like looking at Shaq drink a normal-sized soda can. <laughs> I've seen that like, meme. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, you know, Andre the Giant, or, you know, any anyone that is, any person who is just massive trying to, to hold a normal-sized... Uh, yeah. I shouldn't say human. Normal, a average-sized item. Right. It's just, it's comical. It, it, it truly is comical. Plus, you know, with the, the especially the gunner seeing Ulrich dance around the battlefield like a ballerina is just... <laughs> I say doing the flippy amusing in and of itself. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, from there we can kind of, we'll move on a little bit. Um, the user interface, I feel like, has been simplified to an extent. Yeah. Um, same basic palette system where you have the, the bottom row of of uh, you know one uh, keys one through zero um, action keys and then you have the the mouse click palette you can either have the two or three button palettes. Yep. Um, I play with the three button myself. Same. I think it's, it's easier um, for me anyway. Um, and also natively supports controllers on PC, which, which um, because is nice. of obviously their direct tie-in with uh, Nintendo or I'm sorry Nintendo <laughs> Xbox. Um, uh, so people are, people are still hoping for the cloud version of New Genesis to come to the states so that people on the Switch can play it on the go. Which would be kind of fun. Right. No, um, no, I, that's why I, I still have. have that's why I still have my laptop. I can I can play on the go. I just have to have internet. There you go. But. Now, um, like I I've played like when I do go on my laptop, I play with a uh, uh, controller just because the trackpad on my mouse, uh, my uh, laptop, the yeah, the mouse trackpad on my laptop, good lord, is not the greatest. 
So I tend to play with a controller just because it is easier on my laptop, but when I'm at my desktop, it's exclusively mouse and keyboard. I mean, either one works really well. Uh, both are, are very fluid. Um, mm -hmm. Really, I mean, not a whole lot of complaints on the controls of it. The, the only one I have is in the base game, um, your quick menu, when you hit like the escape key or the back key if you're on a controller, um, or F9, depending on how you have it set up, uh, yeah, it's F9, excuse me, for quick menu. That, in the base game, you could set, like, there were ten different layout options for at least ten. Um, and they've seemed to kind of condense the ones that players use the most into this new quick menu, but there's no customization on it. Um, I remember, like, the old one, I had it set up for communication, which allowed me, like, had, you know, like, party options, chat options, my emotes, and my uh, symbol art, which is kind of a dying thing right now, if you're not, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Um... But now you're, you're kind of tied to that one uh, stationary quick menu interface. Now, I mean, they may change that. There are still ways to get to those other options. But from playing PSO2 for so long, I, for the longest time, instinctively, would hit the keys that I needed to go to, like, my symbol art menu. Well, that menu is not under quick menu anymore. I have to go to it a different way. But really, that's the only complaint I have on the controls for it. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty well laid out. I mean, they, they, that they did a pretty good job on. Yeah, and like I said, the UI has been simplified in in, uh, in a way. If you're switching between base and NGS, um, there are a couple of nuances. Like the mini map has been or the, the mini map has been moved to the other side of the screen, right. which threw me off for a little while because <laughs> I kept going, "Wait, where where to go?" Um, so there there's that. There's obviously the quick menu controls. Uh, there's a couple of minor things that, that I've run into. Nothing really that I could make a complaint about them yeah like, i mean it's, it's just it's, a i mean it's just just like anything with learning a new with playing a new game it's you're you're have to learn the new control scheme the new, the new systems absolutely so but i mean yeah that um yeah not really a whole lot of complaints yeah. on like the interface and the movement systems uh well i mean well yeah, i say the interface of, the movement system is another thing right speaking of movement systems though we'll kind of move into the more gameplay elements of it like the actual gameplay elements yep. so moving and combat um, the movement system has been um, overhauled. Much, it, it, basically, it's completely, completely new. There, there's two new mechanics into it, which we mentioned during the closed beta. There's photon dashing, which is essentially uh, running, um, and then there are, then there's your uh, photon glide. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, double jump is built into the base game. Before previously, you had to reach a certain level and skill for it. Yep. Um, now it's just part of the game. Uh, photon dashing. Which is just double, basically like double tapping in a direction, and then you, your character will take off like a bolt of lightning. Yep. Um, so those are really fun mechanics, really. Like it, it makes movement feel a lot, lot better, and it, the way that they've built the game gives you a, a more three-dimensional movement system rather yes. than ESO two, which really was only two-dimensional, because um, like. I mean, you you had three dimensions that you could move, but the the Z dimension really didn't do like you didn't do much. Like you, yeah, you could jump, but you couldn't like move really like in a in a Z plane. Right. Like, it was basically up and then over, or up and then down and then over type thing. Like you didn't have a lot of like you know flowing movement type things. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so the, the 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 new play system has been fantastic, really, and it's it kind of sucks when you have to for some reason if you decide to go back to PSO two, 
and you try to dash, you don't have a dash anymore. So. Right. Like, I, I will, like, whenever I, I log in, uh, like, I'll still go there sometime just to go to the casino because, like, I enjoy the mini games they have there or to check the treasure shop. Um, and, like, I'll instinctively double tap to run and my character will just kind of stutter. Like, oh, yeah, I can't, I, I forgot how to run. <laughs> Yeah, because in PSO2, like, you didn't really run, like, you just held the direction, then after a couple of seconds, then your character would run faster? Right. But, it, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't really much of a marked difference. At least now, you know, movement feels much more fluid, yeah. much more natural. Yep. So, um, which lends itself well to the environment, because the environment is completely different now. It is oh. now an open-world game. There is... A central city hub uh, where you go to be social and but I mean you like you don't have to zone anywhere like you literally just walk out the gate and you're in you're in the thick of it which, like, which is nice I, I do like that you don't have to go you know go to the counter pick a quest go to the gate ship load into that go, jump through a, another portal load into that get into the you just you you just go or you can instantly teleport to any of the uh, teleportation devices that you found around the world. And you can teleport from yep. anywhere, which is nice. Yep. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to use items to teleport. You can just, I mean, literally, you just open your map and then you, you pick a location and you teleport to it. So which, long as yeah. you've discovered that location. Yep. Um, which I know a lot of players, that's one of the first things they did was find all those just so they could get around a lot quicker. Yeah. Yeah, I... I think that was one of the things that I did. I was just like, well, I'm going to go look for look for Euchre devices so <laughs> yep. that I don't have to run everywhere. Exactly. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, so open world, um, again, kind of that Breath of the Wild feel to it. Like, you're not really limited where you can go. Yeah. Um, there are, obviously, the different subzones have, like, certain level of enemies. So if you... You know, if I tried to go into North Aelio and I was a level one character, I would just get the crap kicked out of right. me pretty much instantly. Um, and, so, and we but, should say that to, to access the uh, the areas is just as simple as doing the, the story, um, which a story mm -hmm. will naturally, like, effectively show you around where, you know, where to go, what to do. And it will tell you, you know, hey, this new area to get to it, you have to have a certain uh, level of battle power. Which the game explains is kind of just a, a general gauge based on your class, your level, your weapons, your your units, which are like your armor, uh, based on how all that is set out, roughly how strong your character is. Um, and some areas do have a requirement. I know the the urgent quests that are popping right now; those also have a battle power requirement. Um, the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head right now that is level gated are the uh, gigantic enemies. Which those you ha you have to be as your main class a minimum of level twenty, which level twenty right now is the maximum. So it's, you know, but uh, it's 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 like Ian said, it's very well structured that once you have all the areas unlocked, you can just you can literally walk from one side of the map to the other, no loading screens, which is really nice. Yeah, um, yeah, which is really good. Um, combat, as far as the game goes, has also been streamlined and really overhauled oh, yeah. from the ground up. Oh, like, absolutely. There is there is not a single bit of similarity, I think, between combat, between base and New Genesis. Right. Um, so, 
again, combat's much more fluid. It feels much more natural, movement-based. Um, you have a lot more ability to really kind of use the terrain and the battlefield to your advantage. Oh, yeah. Um, to, you know, to kind of help things. Like, you know, there have been several instances where I'll be playing, like, a ranged class, and I'll see a, a boss enemy powering up something, and I'll duck behind a tree. Right, which is um, nice. I've, I've done that a couple times right. myself. <laughs> right. But uh, every combat class has, I mean, you, you have the ability to dodge as well. So yeah. you can dodge attacks, um, which uh, for me, I've I, uh, uh, hot-buttoned that to one of my mouse buttons so that I could very easily just hit that, you know, hit the dodge button and then try to clear out of the area. There you go. And then a lot of the classes have some kind of reflect or guard ability, like the hunter has literally a guard, like it's guard, so yep. like you, you, you guard. I think uh, fighters have a dodge. Uh, or a, uh, a type like, of dodge. You like know, like, like boxer dodging, thing. yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it's all it's all really kind of based upon your weapon as mm -hmm. well. So, like, abilities are based upon weapons more than they are than they are the actual class. Like, yeah. classes utilize certain ability or certain weapons, so they have, you know, uh, passive, really, abilities associated to those weapons. Uh, but all of the, the actual abilities are tied to the weapon itself. Mm -hmm. So I could, you know, I can, and, and multi-weaponing, which we haven't talked about, which is one of the new mechanics, is basically which is combine pretty cool. two weapons, and you can use both of those weapon types with the same weapon equipped. Like, as an example, um, my main classes are hunter and fighter. So I have a, a sword weapon that is a multi-weapon with a knuckles-type weapon. So I can, you know, literally go back and forth between uh, sword and those knuckles without having to switch to a secondary palette uh, with a secondary weapon and there's mm -hmm. you know it, it, the cool thing is like if you have weapon skins attached to like those things the game will register those weapon skins even if it's a multi-weapon so for me i have my sword the skin on it is a hammer the knuckles i have item stealthing so it literally just looks like i'm hitting things with a hammer and then running up and bare fist punching things right which is cool so <laughs> yeah so, and each of the classes, and the, the game allow again, it allows that freedom of choice. You, there's six classes right now. They're releasing another class in uh, next, August? Yeah, next month, yep. Yep, next month. Um, so there's six classes right now. Max level for each of those classes is 20. Uh, and you can choose a main class and a subclass. Uh, your subclass, you can only get up to level 15 mm -hmm. um, as you level up, and that, that's the cap. But you can then just switch it to your main class and level it to 20 if you wanted to. Yep. Um, some people really found like the classes that they love and they just want to stick with, so that's what they do. Uh, I myself have been a bit of a completionist whore, so right now I'm <laughs> working has. on leveling all of the to twenty. Yep, that uh, he has. I am four out of six right now. Oh, nice! So I just have two more to go uh, to hit level twenty. Um, so, but it's actually allowing me to really kind of experience like each of the different classes and you know, appreciate each one, each of the weapon types, find stuff that I like, like combinations and things like that. Like right now I'm running uh, Ranger, which is a, you know, long range weapon, you know, gun type fighter uh, com combatant as my main class. And I have force as my subclass. <laughs> oh, nice. So I have a caster as my subclass. <laughs> there you go. So occasionally I'll just get bored and switch over to using a, 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 a rod, which is the force weapon and uh, <laughs> start like slinging spells at people. There you go. That's how you do it. Yeah. So, um, and like you said, you run Fighter Hunter, but you've been yep. playing around with some of the other classes, right? Yeah, I've, I've been playing around with uh, Gunner um, with uh, 
hunter as my subclass. Uh, I, I'm at level 17 on that now, so I'm, I've almost got it to 20. Um, I mean, it's it's nice for <laughs> for when I'm feeling lazy and just want to sit back and just spam the shoot button. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I, I I will say that um, you know if we're talking about classes in combat. Uh, sometimes you'll come across enhanced enemies that have that thing stuck somewhere on them. You have to target that before you can do any real damage to them. It's basically like a shield generator for yeah. the enemy. Like, you yeah. have to destroy the shield generator before you can damage them. Yep, I will say that as a ranged class, when, when you target something, that is a lot easier to take those out with a ranged class. It's like melee class, if that enemy turns slightly, the game will register that you're not hitting... The, uh, the enhancement device. It'll register that you're right. hitting them, and you'll do, like, two damage. Yep. So. Um, I think uh, I think Hunter has a little bit easier time with that. Yeah. Because most of... Hunters specialize in, like, large melee weapons, so yep. a lot of their stuff has sweeping yeah. attacks. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll do that swing, a lot with those. Yeah, when you swing your big-ass sword, like, it, it does cleaving damage, so it, like cuts through the enemy and still hits the shield generator. Yep. Meanwhile, where fighters are more precision damage, you know, there's their single point of target. They do a lot of damage, very fast yeah. damage. Yeah, they but, do. You know, it's it's concentrated kind of, you know, think of like uh, Bruce Lee's, you know, like three inch punch type thing. <laughs> you know, you're, you're hitting the same spot over and over again to, yeah. to cause damage. Yep. Uh, so each one, you kind of, you know, you kind of have to find what, what fits you. Yeah. So but it goes back again to, to freedom of choice. Exactly, yep. And if you don't like a class, you can change it at any time. There's no cost, whether in-game or real money. You just go up to a counter, tell the uh, NPC there you want to switch classes, pick which ones you want, and go. Yep. Uh, so, the, there, I mean, there are some things, like uh, your skill your skill point trees are, are not bound to the level of your character, mm -hmm. but rather to completing these in-game... Training simulators. Uh, training simulators, yeah. dungeons, you know, for lack of a better term. Yep. Um, and you, they're called cocoons or towers, and you do these things around the battlefield, and that's how you unlock um, uh, training point or training points, and yep. so you then put those into into whatnot. Uh, to reset your skill trees, though, you you do have to to, to use an item or pay uh, for an item, which I believe yep. it's just isn't it just star gems though? To I I think so, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. are things that you can earn in-game pretty easily and pretty regularly, honestly. They, they've been, I will say, they've been pretty generous with Star Gems. Yeah, and it's part of, uh, it's part of the weekly, lo or the daily login bonuses. Mm -hmm. You can get Star Gems for stuff. Yep. Um, so, one of the mechanics that really carried over, but I think has been streamlined, mm -hmm. is, because uh, it used to be the, the mission pass. Yeah. Um, which was in base, which was a, a thing where you could get, you know, something... Well, the mission pass you got actually for like completing missions and things like mm -hmm. that. But they then they also had like a login card that you yep. earn stuff every day. Um, that's been streamlined now down to like a weekly reset thing. So like you log in daily and you can you earn like degrees of rewards. Yep, it's it's like a um, punch card system, you know. Yeah, yeah, like a punch card system. My yep. complaint though is that it doesn't seem like it it registers correctly. Sometimes. Well, I know that the. The servers reset at a different time than the daily missions reset at a different time than the login bonuses reset. They they really need to just have all of those set to when the server resets, all that daily stuff resets. The logins, the daily missions, everything should reset on the same time. 
because I think the the servers reset at I believe it's 4 a.m. our time. Yes. The daily missions reset at 8 a.m. our time, and then the daily yep. login bonuses. I don't know what time those are. They they did change it slightly, but they should all just be at server reset time. Honestly, that that is one complaint that I have. If I log in like earlier in the day before all everything else is reset, other than the servers, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't have any of my dailies. I'll log on later. If if I forget about it, you know. Yep. Yeah, uh, and, and that's been kind of one of my downfalls as well. Is like sometimes I'll just be busy, like especially the days that I have Kendo. Like I just don't have a time to log in between when I'm finished with work and when I have to leave. Right. And so, especially on Tuesdays, because that's when maintenance begins, and maintenance starts at 10 p.m. Eastern uh, time? 10 or 11. I think it's 10 p.m. Eastern time, because it, it, it will happen frequently enough that when I, like, when I get home from Kendo, after I've eaten something, I'll come upstairs, sit down on my computer, and go, all right, well, I'll just, I'll kill an hour doing my dailies, and it's in maintenance. Yep. <laughs> But but to so, their credit, these last couple of times they've done maintenance, they haven't had to extend it. So I mean, right. they, you know, they've gotten better. I know the the first couple of weeks, you know, since we're talking about maintenance and whatnot now, the uh, the first couple of weeks, it, it kind of became a running joke that three hours before maintenance would end, people would go, "All right, how long are they going to extend it to?" And lo and behold, right. they would extend it. And I mean, yeah, I, admittedly, uh, the game did have some issues that they really de- did need to do maintenance on. Uh, lag was a horrible issue in this game launch and still um lately i know you and i were talking about this off the air lately the lag has been like it'll just spike up and like the server practically dies for what 30 seconds a minute and then there comes everything back um but it's what's sad is that's still infinitely better than what it was when the game launched (laughs) oh yeah i mean the launch of the game was a bit of a dumpster fire yeah in all honesty like you know, no offense, Sega, but it was just, it was, um, it was rough. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure some people probably got a really bad taste in their mouth from, from that experience, which is something that is actually pretty common. You know, mm-hmm. when, when games launch and they have a really bad launch, you, you kind of turn people off to it. I'm yeah. going to use Cyberpunk 2077 mm-hmm. as, as a, an example. Um, Cyberpunk had a lot more issues than just launch problems. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, there was... The issues went deeper than just, like, game mechanics. It was, you know, marketing promises, bad PR, uh, you know, all of this other, these other things. You know, effectively, 2077 was released probably six months to a year ahead of when it should have been. Yeah, they should have pushed that back a little longer. Um, And then, obviously, it caused a lot of really hard feelings and, and really, like, jaded player bases. Like, I'll be honest, I, people, I still haven't beaten the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for some people, like, the game was just unplayable. Yeah. Like, it just, like, you just could not play the game. It was just so buggy or would crash. You know, they did a lot of stuff to try to get it up and running, but it's been eight months? I, I think so. Well, it came out in November, so yeah. Holy yeah. crap. I mean, it's been eight months, and they're still recovering. Um I just threw a tea bag by picking up my cup of tea, and I don't know where it went. Huh. <laughs> okay, then. I just saw it go flying up, and I don't know where how that happened. Okay, then. Um, 
Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, uh, lag was was a big issue. Um, I know that the the player shop was another issue that myself included. A lot of people were. Uh, so some people were much more passionate about that being broken than others. Let me tell you, looking online, um, but I, like you couldn't search for stuff. You would put stuff up for sale. Nobody else could search for it, so you wouldn't sell anything. Um, and a one thing that is both a blessing and a curse for people are featured items. Because featured item, if an item is featured in a scratch ticket. It can be resold like any other AC uh, currency scratch ticket item. But for featured items, the price is locked. So what that means is that item is either going to sell for, or well, is either going to have to list for way higher than what it's actually valued at for most people, or way lower, which means that you might have a harder time finding it because people that put an item up and go, oh, this is only listing for 500000 well, everybody wants this hair is usually the thing. Everybody wants this haircut. I'm not going to sell it for 500000 so nobody else will list it for 500000 So they wait until it's either not featured and they can list it at a higher price, or they just put it in their bank and wait, you know, a couple months for that scratch ticket to go away and then try to sell it again. Um, yeah. Um... Which, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I mean, because the people that do list it, you can get stuff for sometimes a lot cheaper than what it's valued at, but other times... It may be an item like like some of the cosmetics that I know are not five hundred thousand or one million Meseda or whatever they're priced at. Um, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, uh, cosmetics are one of the things that I'll see something I want. I'll know like nobody else really wants it. I know it's not worth that much. So I'll wait until it eventually gets off a of feature or that scratch ticket goes away. Um, but yeah, right now since it is still a newer game, there aren't. There are some stuff that people are selling for high, um, particularly the, the scratch ticket items. Weapons and units go for next to nothing right now, but there's admittedly not a whole lot of options for those right now. Um, I remember when I got my first four-star weapon, which right now four-star is the highest maximum rank that you can get for a weapon in the game. I got one. I'm like, oh, it's really awesome. Then I got lucky and got a second one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to sell this. And I think I sold it for like 5,000 Meseda. Which, yeah. I mean, admittedly, it's it is. They are the most powerful weapons in the game right now, but they're not the most powerful weapons that will be in the game. And the drop rates on them are, I'll be honest, pretty decent at this point. Um, yeah. So you tend to get them a lot. So a lot of those, you know, I'll, I'll sell for just you know, more than what I'd right. be able to sell it to the NPC shop, but not as much as what I wish they were worth. So. I, I didn't. T I didn't tell you this. Uh, the other day, I sold a. Um... I sold a four-star weapon yeah. with a fix uh, three on it for fifty thousand. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I, I was surprised. The, the, like, those I fix was, enhancements like, I just, really do increase the price. Yeah, I like. I just I looked at it and like I checked the the market price. And I'm like, whatever, YOLO. And so I just like <laughs> put it up for fifty. And yeah. then I came back the next day and it had sold. And went, oh, oh, okay. Well, damn. <laughs> it worked. Um, yeah. So the. Um, you know, we're talking about like the item shop and like the, the things like that. So we can talk a little bit about the the economy. It is a hundred percent player run economy, yep. with a few exceptions, mm -hmm. with being those featured items which have a base price to yep. them, um, that that you can't lower the price on for any lower than what they is. Or, or but vice versa, items. you can't. Right. Can you raise it past the featured price? 
Yeah, I believe so. Okay. I think you can sell it for higher than feature. You just can't sell it for lower. For lower. It basically, yeah, it lower ends the, the cap on gotcha. it. Gotcha. Or the, uh, the, the price tag on it. Um, so um, it's an entirely player-run economy, uh, but I think where Sega is really kind of shooting themselves in the foot right now is that, or maybe it's actually a calculated thing, um, like Tim said, the, the drop rates on stuff, on weapons and gear, is just too high, and yeah. it's too frequent. Like, you can... You can very easily like max out your inventory. Yeah. Uh, you know your your character inventory in an hour. Like oh, just easily. running, I just mean, running through some of these zones, especially doing like you know the events like PSE bursts and things. I like that. I was just gonna say like you and I get a couple of PSE bursts, and we're both like, hey, I, I got to go back to town and clear up my inventory. Right. Um, so, you know, you can. Basically, what I'm saying is, um, drop rates are too high for gear. Like, I understand you want to be able to, like, kit people out and whatnot, and you need gear in order to enhance your current, your other weapons and stuff like yeah. that, but it's just too high. With the number of care, with the number of players that are out there, and with the amount of gear that drops, it's just ridiculously high how much is out there, yeah. and so the only... And people are lazy, so they're just like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to sell these 30 swords on the, the thing for a thousand gold, or a thousand meseta, because it's going to take me all of 15 minutes to get 30 more. Yeah. So, you know, people... And are by just, the time you've gotten those 30, those last 30 have already sold. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, it like, um, the economy is very much... It's very slighted right now. The only things that really sell for a lot of money are cosmetics. Yeah. And this is where I'm saying maybe this is a calculated thing by Sega because um, cosmetics and stuff like that costs real world money um, for you to to purchase the uh, the scratch tickets because uh, you have to buy um, AC. What is it? Arcs cash or something Arcs like cash, that? I yeah. think is what. Now the the, yeah. the SG kind of like we alluded to earlier. Uh, it's been the same SG scratch since the game launched. So I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head how long this one will last. You do get one free SG pull every day, but I'll be honest. As long as this one has been around, I, I've gotten everything that I want out of that scratch. I just do it every day out of habit, so I don't forget when they come out with a new one. Yeah. Um, I've just been turning all this extra stuff into recycle badges, which. There's not a whole lot you can use recycle badges for yet, but I'm banking them up now for when there is stuff I can that I want that I can use it on. Yeah, me too. I, I actually got a featured item from the scratch th today. I got oh, the, the little like gold the gold ticket. It was a hair that I already had. Oh, there um, you go. But uh, it, it was I could still use the the ticket because mm. it wasn't bound to my account. It was just bound to the character. Oh, so. there you go. I mean, like, like yeah, whatever. most most of the stuff that I've gotten off the uh, the SG scratch is is all account bound now. It's like yeah. you know, I don't know if I'll ever use it for any other characters, but I have the option. And yeah, which, exactly. And, and I mean, if we're kind of going off of uh, you know stuff being character bound, um, your daily and weekly missions used to be in the base game. You could run them with every character you had on your account, and you could put all that money in one central bank account. Now your dailies and weeklies are account bound. So if you complete them all with one character, it's completed for your account. Um, so there's not really, as of yet, there's not really a need for alt characters, except for like dre playing dress up with them. I mean, there's not really. Yeah, the um, yeah. the major issue right now though is is the red box farming, which is yeah. also it, which is also causing inflation in the yeah. In the in the market, so um, we haven't mentioned it before, but red boxes are a mechanic in the game where these are single time, uh, single use uh, in field um, collectibles. Basically, it's a red box. I mean, it's a red crate, item crate. 
uh, and they usually have um, things like star gems or Meseda in yep. them. Uh, and again, you find them. You can only find them one time. Character, mm -hmm. and there's 115 of them. I think so. Yeah. Um, in the game, and so you know, we've we've seen a lot of these farmers that are literally going out because I think if you find all of them, it's like 1.5 million Meseta or something. I think like so. That. I mean, it's it's a decent amount of money. Yeah. Or like a yeah, or like a million Meseta. So people will go out. They'll make a character. They will go and find all the red boxes bank that Meseta and then go and make another character and so they're just well, driving we'll make, up the make a new account because they're, account, yes, they're account bound yeah they'll make yes, a whole sorry. new account just to go out and do that again and I, I don't know the specifics on how they do it we won't we won't really get into that here because I, I think that scalpers and people that do this are part of the reason the player economy is so messed up but through whatever means they do they will get all that money onto one character then and then just buy like a bunch of like popular items off the player shop, relist them for hire, and just lather, rinse, repeat, keep churning out money. Yep. Yeah. So it's uh, there. There's issues with the economy right yeah. now, and I don't know, necessarily know that Sega's going to do anything. About it. They might just allow it to correct itself over time, because um, there's no. I mean, other than featured items, there's no. I mean, there's no um, price price floor price ceiling for these items right which is it's irritating to say the least especially when for me i've got like 47 catelia swords that i can't <laughs> sell right uh, so it, it's it can be frustrating uh the especially when you're you're really like working hard towards something and it's just yeah it, it doesn't the payoff seems to be pretty low for some of this stuff now again you can sell a lot of these things for dirt cheap and just keep churning them out and basically, you know, fill up your bank account with 10,000 microtransactions. Right. <laughs> that's, that's really about all you can do with it, though, yeah. so... It's a little frustrating. Yeah. Um, I, mean, it can't, I mean, it's something that, like, I imagine as, as more stuff comes out, more weapons get released, more units, stuff like that, things will kind of ba start balancing out a little bit. I mean, um, the, the game, again, the game is still pretty new. It hasn't even been out two full months yet. So there's going to be some things like this that aren't what we thought that they would be, or how we think that they should run. So. The issue is just that there's no mechanic, mechanical intervention in the economy. It is 100% player-based, yeah. and everyone knows, pardon my French, that every that there are assholes everywhere. Yeah. And, and you just get people that are going to purposely try to game the system or um, tank the economy. So, you know, game it in their favor. So it's really disheartening that, to me anyway, not necessarily disheartening, but frustrating mm -hmm. that there isn't a mechanism already built into the game to help control this. Like, right. you know, minimum price floors for really for, you know, items. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, one of the most confusing things about this, the level one taluses still sell for 10,000 Meseta. Do they still? Yeah, I sold one the other day. I sold one yesterday for ten thousand Meseta. I, I have no idea why. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like we'll a see the same base thing. weapon. There was another weapon that I don't remember what it was, but the five star or the four star version of it sold for a thousand. The three star version was selling for twenty thousand. It was only a short while, but it's like I sold it for twenty thousand. I have no idea why it didn't have a fix on it or anything. It was literally an unenhanced three star weapon. 
But when I checked the uh, the player shop to see what the average price was, it that's what it came up as. No idea why. But. Yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, there are some things that you can sell for higher, like gold prim swords. You can usually sell around four to 5,000. Yeah. Um, I actually don't... I refuse to list mine any any lower than five. Yeah. So if, they, if they're selling for four, I'll just bank them and then wait for the... Wait for them to eventually get bought out and then relist them and right. then list mine. Um, so the economy's got some work to do. If you're if you're playing a game, really, if you're trying to play a game in order to make in-game currency or money, you're not really going to do it with just the base game economy. You're yeah. going to have to, yeah, you're going to have to do something else. So if if that's your your shtick, I would say maybe wait six months to see if the economy right. is going to recover a little bit in NGS. But. Well, I know like a, a lot of my friends that played the base game, they didn't start making good money until a lot more scratches came out because cosmetics mm-hmm. are the thing. Cosmetics always sell. I mean, yeah. even the ones that nobody wants sell for decent money. Yeah, and this kind of goes back to the whole freedom of choice and customization stuff, right? Like, everybody wants to make their character, like, unique and, yep. and have fun with it, you know. It's their online avatars, yeah. you know, how they want to have, how they like to have fun. Like, I'm, I'm not really, like, there's a few cosmetics that I'm interested in for, you know, some fun to shake things up a bit. But I'm not, like, diehard need to, you know, you found, Tim found his teabag. I found the teabag. It, like, went up and then just straight down next to my desk, apparently. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, so, um, that's not really my motivation for the game. But, you know, it, there are other people that do it, which, you know, they're generally the peeper, people that'll hang out in the middle of the, the lobby and just, like, shitpost for an entire, yeah. for hours on end, which I, which I think leads us into the next conversation, yeah. which is the community. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fantasy Star, I think, there, I don't, I feel like there's very little gray in the community. Yeah. There's either, people are super nice, or incel edgelords. Yeah. Like, there's there, there is no middle ground. Um, there is nothing in between. Like you I know, have... you and I usually hang out. I mean, we, we play on ship one. We usually hang out in block one, because that's where the most people are. So if an urgent quest pops up, you've got a better chance of getting a full group. If you know your friends aren't on or whatnot. Block one. Block one is an interesting place. Um, you are just as likely to see somebody helping out a new player. With, you know, the simplest question, as you are to see somebody running around, uh, you know, we're going to get into some sensitive topics here, screaming about how everybody around them is a pedophile. Um, then you also get people who argue back against that. It's, it's, it's a really interesting, uh, really interesting area. Um, the, the one thing that in base game, you know, there was a joke that, you know, there was a third mechanic in the game beyond leveling up and classes, and that was lobby grinding. Because in the base game, you had what was called lookbook, where you effectively posted your, you know, a designated look for your character, and it was kind of like a Facebook post. You got likes on it, people could comment it, and there was an actual tangible reward to that. Uh, you would get, uh, if you posted on somebody, you could get what were called fun points, which are a system that aren't in the, the new Genesis. Uh, but you could use those fun points on simple things like uh, stuff for your house. There were a few emotes you could get, things like that. And if you placed uh, the highest uh, for that week or that month, whatever they had it set as, you would get, like, star gems and, you know, actual rewards for being a popular thing. So players would just leave their avatar sitting in a lobby or sitting, you know, somewhere where a lot of people congregate 
even if they weren't out actually actively at their computer, and people would leave them likes, and they could win rewards. New Genesis doesn't have a lookbook system. New Genesis doesn't have anything close to that. But there are still people who I will see go into a lobby and will just be in the same spot for sometimes days on end. And it's like there's there's no benefit to you doing that. I mean, if, if, if there anybody is listening to this that plays New Genesis, that does do lobby grinding in New Genesis... I'm not bashing on you. I just I legitimately don't see the purpose of it. To me, all it does is make it so it's harder to get into some of those populated blocks because there's people who are just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> yep. Or dancing. Yeah. Yeah, so the the you know, there there's those kind of folks and again we we talked about the 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 edge lordy conversations yeah. that that happen out there. I mean, it can be there are days where you'll log in and it's like quiet and you know conversation is light and fun and and whatnot and then there's days like i logged in a little bit earlier and they were talking about you know fellatio and other things and i'm going ah that's block one okay um so i I guess warning for for parents with young kids that are you know interested in playing the game i think the game does have some maturity filters on for like you know catching certain words and things like that um, I would suggest that you just kind of monitor yeah. things for your kids. Yep. I mean, console, it's going to be a little bit harder because they can't, like, they obviously, it's much harder to type on consoles. Right. Um, uh, but, you know, I would just, I would caution allowing kids to be in, you know, the larger blocks. Yeah. I would say try to restrict them to the smaller blocks. Yeah. So, um, like, like, my kids or play. play. Or play, or play supervised, yeah. you know. Play with the kids. Yeah. You know, it's a fun thing to do. Play right. with your kids. Like, um, yeah, my, look, my you know, kids play. My daughter mainly likes to play dress-up in the game. Um, which, I mean, she has a lot of fun doing. But, like, typically, like, I've looked at what blocks are typically lower population. And I'll say, okay, you know, stay in these ones. You know? Just because I know that, like, block one, again, is the prime example, is not a place for kids at all. <laughs> no. No. So, um, but then there, there's also some of the extended community. So, you know, there's a subreddit for NGS. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, there's forums and, and stuff like out there. And I think the subreddit itself is generally pretty tame. Yeah, uh, most seems people to are, be. Most people are posting, you know, screenshots or videos of them playing. Right, or, or, or asking for like, well, hey, you know, I'm trying to do this. What's the best you know, way mechanically yeah. to get, you know, or, my, my weapon to be closer to this? Yeah, or, uh, you know, some of my favorites are the videos of people randomly getting murked by a gigantic and <laughs> right. they didn't know was there. They're just minding their own business and then dead. <laughs> right. You know, yep. running through a zone and running through a zone, and then they just get, they just get like, smashed by Frank. And, yep, and then Frank. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> we, we coined that. We coined that. He is Frank. Our alliance coined that. Yes, exactly. Um... <laughs> But there's there's also some other things that you can do. So like there's a there's a, a peaceful zone in the game, mm-hmm. um, Lake Halfia, yep, uh, or Halafia or Falafel. I don't know. Halfia Lake. I, 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 yeah, Halfia Lake. <laughs> um, and, and so you can um, you can go there and like monsters don't spawn there with the exception of Gigantics. Yep. Which is where Frank came in and ruined a perfectly good uh, alliance photo. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, Dang it, Fr- uh, Frank! You're drunk. Go home. Exactly, and he did. He went he did. home. He went home. Um, uh, but uh, no, it's a peaceful zone. It's like a fairly large zone, and it's yeah. like 
no monsters spawn there, like you can just go there and chill out. Yeah. If you just want to like want a place to hang, you know, there's like a beach there. You know, there's a lake, and you can go down by the ocean. Yep. Kind of chill out there. Um, so it's a uh, there are areas that you can go to that generally don't have the edge lords in them. Uh, so you can avoid that kind of which is rhetoric, nice. or you could just turn off like local chat. I guess if you if it's really that uh, that painful for you. And kind of along with that vein, you know, we, Tim talked about this a little bit earlier: the lack of symbol art or mm -hmm. a dying thing of symbol art. Yeah. So. For those of you that don't know, symbol art was basically this mechanic in the game that you could have these little pictures uh, as part of chat or communication conference, like you could pop them up and, and whatnot. But there's really no, or was no, restriction yeah. on what was in them. Well, because they, they were so all player-made. Correct, they were all player-made. These were not, like, in-game, like, Sega-made things. Those are stamps. Yep. Um, stamps are, are Sega-made things that you, can, that you can get, but symbol art was player made stuff so you could either you know you could get stuff like you know mesetabot.com a buck 99 for two yeah. million meseta type stuff that yeah. was i mean that was a frequent thing yes it was because um, it was that the the meseta selling bots are still very much a thing in new genesis they were just you know spamming chat with the website to go get ripped off for you know meseta that you'll never get in an account that you'll probably lose well, they found a way to kind of get around that by making it symbol art because the game doesn't register symbol art as spamming. Because yep. as far as I can tell, the game doesn't have a way to differentiate between one symbol art and another. It just yep. shows they're putting out symbol art, which was, was pretty yep. annoying. Um, and kind of the the other thing that was happening in symbol art, Ian kind of alluded to it, was there's no restriction on what you could make if you took the time to sit down and actually do symbol art. No restriction. Porn. Yeah, thank you, Ian. Porn. Yeah, is yeah. is no, what it came like, down to. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't. At least I never saw like actual like pictures of human beings. Usually, it was like anime girls or stuff like that. Yeah. But porn, like yeah. the amount of the amount of anime boobs that I've seen in that game, just from people. Just from oh, you only art. saw the anime boobs. Uh, no, I, I was use, <laughs> I'm generalizing. I gotcha. Like, yeah, like I mean, it, it got pretty graphic. Like, yeah, full it on got sexy really for... graphic. Um, which, uh, I mean, when, when my kids started playing before, like before I even handed them the controller, that was the first thing I did was shut off symbol art. Yep. Yep. So um, Sega took it upon, because of the bot spammers, and there's you know some other co questionable content things. Sega has since disabled um, symbol art for now. Yeah. Um, until they can find a way to better police that, I think. Yeah. Uh, or so. Um, it was a, f it was it could have been a fun mechanic. It was yeah. a fun mechanic, but unfortunately, um, again, assholes in every universe. People abused it and have since ruined the fun for yeah. uh, for others. So, I mean, like, uh, like I, I had a couple symbol arts that I would use, um, but they were all like like fun ones. Yeah. But like, the people that sat down and, and took the time to make some of the like, there was some symbol art that was absolutely amazing. Like the fact that like somebody sat down. And was able to take like a screenshot uh, from like some obscure movie and make that into symbol art, and it looks like a pi the picture from that movie. Like, yeah. cool, awesome. That that took a lot of artistic talent. But for every one of those, there are ten objectionable ones. It seemed like. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, kind of rough, but um, so um, community wise. 
I'd probably have to give, unfortunately, I think I'd have to give NGS a 2 out of 10 for community. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the, the players that are good and are, are good-natured are really good-natured. Mm-hmm. The players that are the opposite end of that are just as bad. <laughs> and unfortunately, there seems to be more of them than yeah. than others. Yeah. Now, that said, again, you find yourself an alliance like that you can gel with that's really cool. Um uh, if you're on ship ship one, you know you're welcome to check out the club. Uh, join the club. <laughs> join the club. Um, if you don't get the the subtext, that's Tim and I's alliance. Yeah, um, we we are so. the, yeah, we're, we're members of the club. Yes, I'm the leader. Uh, terrifying. <laughs> I know um, they put me in charge of something. <laughs> right. Uh, so um, yeah, you know, find an alliance. Shut off general chat or you know like area chat if it's if it's gonna bother you or could be a problem or just don't just hang out in lower population blocks like there are other blocks out there that are that are you know medium grade populations i think block 48 block 50 i think the the, the low the low 20s as well seem to be that seems to be where they put people when they log in and i've noticed Mm -hmm. that a lot of people are just staying in those blocks just because of a lot of the stuff that goes on in ship one people are like look i don't I come here to play this game to relax, not to argue with people on the internet. You know? Right. I've got Reddit for that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or 4chan. Uh, we don't talk about 4chan. But no. no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, again, the Reddit community has been really, I, I think has been really good. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's, again, fun to see like some of the things that people post. Like, I, I, I enjoy... Uh, taking screenshots of the game and just seeing like how how they turn out and, and right. whatnot and i have i have some fun with that and then one of our alliance members is just like a screenshot aficionado yes, yes. um you know who you are yep uh <laughs> so uh, but takes some very awesome screenshot um, oh absolutely and it's, yeah so again it goes back to the whole thing that it's just a very pretty game yes absolutely well, and, and people uh, are, are using mods and everything for it now to kind of tweak the lighting a little bit and whatnot. And, like, uh, G-Shader, I think it's called. I, I, I think. It's something shader, I don't remember. But, like, I've seen some screenshots where people are using that. Like, they tweak the lighting. And, like, I've seen some shots of, like, beach fronts when the sun's setting with this mod on. Oh, my God, is it beautiful. It is. It's mm-hmm. insane. But even the base game, without any additional, you know, tweaking to the uh, to the graphics, is is a beautiful game. It is a very beautiful game. Yep, I I would agree. So, um, I think we've covered about everything. Well, we haven't talked about just general content of the game yet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's where that was that was where we were going to kind of start transitioning yeah. into it's general content. Um, yeah. Which I will, I'll lead the conversation by repeating a, a Reddit thread that I saw yesterday, which was, uh, effectively, the title was, Hey, this is a really beautiful game. When does the beta end? Yeah. Uh, and if you don't understand the, the subtext and commentary there, it's a very beautiful game. It's very well put together. I think mechanically, it's very solid. Yes. Content-wise, it's very lacking. Yes. You um, have really just only a few extra zones from the beta... Yeah. Um, like, I was expecting, you know, when they said that the beta was going to be very limited, I was expecting that the, the base game would launch with a lot more. There, area-wise, wasn't really that many more areas. <laughs> they added three. Yeah. 
three new areas. And, West and one, Aleo, one of them's the lake. <laughs> yeah, okay, four. Yep. So they added West Alio, um, they added Vanford Labs, yep. Resil Forest, and the the lake. Yep. Everything else was already there in, in the game. Yeah. Um, and there's just not, like, there's really no, not a lot of main quests. Yeah, well, or... once you finish the story that's there thus far, it's, it's pretty quick. You can get through it. I mean, if you're taking your time, what, two, two three days? Yeah, a couple, hour, couple hours a day. I mean, that's if you're taking your time. Yeah. Um, you can realistically get through it in one long play session. Um, now, I mean, that being said, the story thus far does do a good job of kind of starting, because they did say from the get-go that New Genesis is a continuation of Fantasy Star Online 2. Um, it does kind of do a good job of laying the groundwork of how it ties in. Um, spoiler for those of you that haven't played the story yet, the new enemy dolls are Dark Falls. D Falls. Dolls. Oh, I see what they did there now. Um, which were the, the main enemies in PSO2 and in a lot of prior Fantasy Star games. The Dark Falls or Dark Force, depending on what translation you're playing. Um, the Dark Spawn. The Dark Spawn. Fall Spawn. Fa yeah, I'll say Dark, Dark Spawn or Dragon Age. <laughs> well, I, but, I think there was a game that they did say Dark Spawn or yeah. Dark Spawn was an enemy type. But, the, you know, the Fall Spawn are generally like, you know, Dark Falls is. Little dudes. Yeah. But, anyway. um. It, it is a it is the same enemy, um, new designs we've never seen before. So they're already kind of trying to lay the groundwork to make it tie into the old one. Uh, your character shows up; they have no memory of how they got there, where they are, or anything before they awaken from this pod that shoots out of the sky. Um, so it is going to be interesting to see kind of how they tie that aspect back. Um, we are getting right. more story as of now. Uh, December, I think it is, is what they're planning planning for, or winter. I, yeah, because I think they're... Didn't they update the roadmap that... Because I think they had it as December, but now the roadmap just says winter. Winter, yep. And they also, um, next month, uh, August, we were supposed to have uh, the MAG customization system launched. That's been pushed back just to say fall, which yeah. I'm kind of glad, that because like, the MAG customization, while cool, I don't think is something that needs to be given priority right now. They've got yeah. uh, you know a lot of other things that they need to kind of tweak and work on, um, so I do think it's 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 a nice indication that they're not trying to rush out any extra content and stuff. That they are adjusting it and being realistic. That there's stuff they need to work on now before they add more stuff on top of it and then have to manage all that. So right. it, it well, is, I think when we yeah. also say content, we want to be clear here that we're talking about like story content yes, or yes. like exploration content, not like scratch tickets because i think yeah. there's like six scratch tickets right now yeah there's there's plenty of that content uh yes yeah, as far, as, far lacking... as like cosmetics and socializing there's a plethora of content as far as right. like story more quests to do um events things like that we've had i think the same two urgent quests since the game launched um we've had well one event, which is the, the seasonal celebration, which they, they change the, the decorations of the city and whatnot, and there are some side quests and rewards you can get from that. Um, and they do also have the, they call it the web link event, where it's 
Uh, each week, uh, players are tasked, uh, worldwide from what I understand anyway, are tasked with doing certain things, and players as a community will earn points towards unlocking new things. Um, that's been kind of fun. The stuff that you've, that you've unlocked hasn't been the greatest. I mean, I know it's, it's a ninth anniversary celebration for, the, for uh, PSO2. I know nine years isn't really a milestone year, but if they're going to all this effort to put out a new game, to tie stuff into that, to talk about it, it seems like they would have put maybe a bit more behind it. I mean, I'm hoping that next year for the 10-year anniversary that they just go all out with it. But, um, yeah, for, like, story-wise and, like, missions, quests, things like that, there is not a whole lot of content yet. I mean, the game, you know, the game is still pretty new, but uh, that brings me back to another Reddit post that I saw, which is kind of the counterpoint of what I just said, where a lot of people say, yeah, the game's new, PSO2 probably didn't have, con you know, this much content at launch. Somebody actually posted the release schedule for the Japanese version of PSO2 nine years ago, and they were getting, like, new stuff, like, every other week. And we're getting fixes and updates and you know, stuff to do every other week. Um, so, I mean, I know it's, it's a new game. I do feel... I do feel that maybe it was put out a little too early. Maybe they already had the groundwork to do some of the ninth anniversary stuff with the game, so they wanted to get it out before the anniversary. But I feel like, had it given even two, two three more months... I feel they could have done a little bit more with it. I'm I'm not I'm not disappointed in the game. I've been playing it every day. I log on to it at the very least do my dailies. Um, but I feel like they they could have they could have gotten a little more out of it. So. Yeah, I feel like and if anything to fill the gap besides you know these seasonal events or you know these type of things and maybe maybe we'll see it turn around here at the end of the month yeah. when you know when the 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 current seasonal events go away yeah um maybe we will see that happen i don't know maybe we'll see like some more more stuff come out but i feel like they could really benefit by just having a small team that work on programming new side missions yeah like, like they even don't side don't missions to, would be something yeah yeah i mean you don't have to provide like voiced dialogue and things like that just right. you know use your use your stock voice dialogue that you have for for something you know that the standard greetings like the hey and the yeah the stuff like that and then just have tech yep. tells you what to do and just like give you new side missions because really a lot of the dailies is just like kill 30 of these yeah, guys so let's see, the, dailies, the dailies collect. are let's see uh eat food at the food station go feed the mag gather random fruit vegetable meat uh let's see go kill x number of enemies at marked location and the fourth one is complete your daily tasks. As I, uh, there's one more, I think. Um, no, those are the... Yeah. And then the seasonal ones add in kill X number of seasonally marked enemies. And, uh, let's see, kill a dread enemy that's a seasonal yep. one. Um, so, I mean, they're... they're there's... Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, they, they've, they've not... There's not a lot of variety there yeah. right now, which can make it feel repetitive. Yep. But I'm still playing the game and enjoying it because, again, I'm a completionist whore. <laughs> I'm going out and, and playing the game to level up these subclasses yep. and, and whatnot. What I'm going to do after I get all of my classes to 20? Right. Well, no I mean, idea. Th that's a smart thing to do because I know, at least in PSO2, they would often do campaigns where, you know, get your characters, uh, 
or for every class that you get to X level before this date, you get a bonus, you get a reward, you get some star gems, you get cosmetics, you get something. So I think it, it is smart that like people like you are starting to do that now. That way, when the level cap does raise up, because it's going to be uh, 30 in December, or winter, or sorry. winter. Yeah, it's going to be level 30 in winter when the new uh, new story content launches and the new area, which will be good, I think. We didn't mention that we're getting a whole new area. Um, you'll already be, you'll only have to level up stuff 10 levels versus 30 levels, you know, if it's a class right. you never touched. Well, the other thing, again, we mentioned, mentioned this previously, we are getting a new class, uh, Braver? Braver, yep. Uh, we are getting the new Braver class in August, so I should have all the other classes to 20 by then, by go. the time that one launches, and then I can work getting that one to 20. There we go. Um, so, um, again, there there's possibilities here, uh, and I think Absolutely. a lot of good possibilities. So, um, overall, uh, I think we could probably move on to summary. Yeah. Uh, summary of the game. So, um Overall, I, I think my opinion of the game it's a very solid game. It's a very it's a very good game to start things off. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think it c- probably could have used a few more months in the oven. Yeah. Um, to allow them some time to build content and things like that. But um, visually, I would say nine out of ten. Yeah. Mechanics nine out of ten. Um, story. Probably six and a half. Yeah, I, I, I give it a I give it a six because while it does, kind of like I said, while it does lay the groundwork for stuff, there's not enough there for me to. It's like reading the back of a book at the bookstore. You get a basic idea of what you're getting into, but then putting it back on the shelf and going, I'm not going to read that. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, we we mentioned it earlier, community. Two out of ten. Yeah, like I, and that's being generous. Yeah, like two or three out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just now. Like the weird thing is, like you can still go into base PSO two, and when you go there, it's almost like a completely different community. Like, I mean, I'll even go to the populated blocks, and typically most people are going there just to sell, like get st- uh, get Maseda for the old game to get cosmetics that they can then use in the new game. So nobody's really talking a whole lot, but right. the people that do talk seem to be. 90% of the time, friendly. So Yeah. So it, it is it is weird to see... I mean, I know a lot of new players have probably came to the game. So... That, I might yeah, be part of it. Um, not, not trying to gatekeep or anything, but it just... It seems like with that influx of new players, there were an influx of problems. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily know that it's just so much problems as it's just there's... I think there's just people that have nothing better to do other than be jerks you know, on the just, internet <laughs> yeah be jerks on the internet yeah. um which you'll get in pretty much every community that, uh, that is true that is true go i mean if if you want your head to explode go check out the last of us 2 subreddit oh and you'll yeah. really see what you know that i think that's become the new asshole of the internet yeah 4chan dude. 4chan looks at that and goes damn you guys need a life <laughs> right um so, but yeah, I think all in all, it's a it's a solid game. Oh, absolutely! And I'm very yeah. excited to see where it's going to go, what um, you know, what they have, and how content's going to go. Uh, yeah. Again, light on content right now. I can get through my dailies in an hour. If if, if that, yeah. If if nobody else is on, then I might just log off and go play like, massive. <laughs> um, but if you know, 
it is a social game by nature. Very much. Let's so, just yes. let's just say that it is a social game by nature. You can play the game by yourself. You can enjoy the, your time there by yourself. I do it all the time. Yeah. But where I get the most joy and most time out of that game is when I'm playing with other people, like yep. that jackass. Me. Um, <laughs> I'm that so jackass. That, yes. Um, so. I think that's that's where the game really shines is being able to play with friends yep. or with the few nice members of the community. Yeah. And admittedly, the bad members of the community really just kind of stay in the middle of town and flame each other. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. To worry about seeing them out in the field. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I think that that kind of covers our thoughts on it. I mean, it's a game that we both enjoy. I know we're, we're excited to see what they do with it, where it goes from here. Um, it's definitely, if you haven't tried it, it's definitely worth, you know, giving a shot, at least checking it out, seeing what it's all about. Um, I mean, being able to get in early, you know, see how the game started, get some of those early game cosmetics that won't be available later are, you know, it's definitely, uh, definitely worth it. Yep. 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 So, um, yeah, I think that'll probably do it for us today. Um, I hope you enjoyed our review, uh, and then you can see... You know, go out and check out the game for yourself. Again, it's free to play. Yeah. And all it costs you is hard drive space. Yeah, especially so, since Xbox Live no longer allows you to, uh, or no longer requires you to pay for gold to play free-to-play games. So it is free, literally free-to-play on every platform now. Except for Sony. Well, free-to-play on every platform that it's available for. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you can go out and pick up the game on uh, Epic Game Store, Steam, Xbox, uh, I'm sorry, Microsoft Store, uh, if you're on PC, um, or the Xbox, or um, download it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's available on all of those platforms. I say, go and check it out. I mean, if and you have Coming time, soon for the Steam Deck. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Yeah, that's another um, show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Will I be buying a Steam Deck? Likely. Will I be criticizing the Steam Deck? Oh, yes. Um, Will he be making fun of me for inevitably getting one? Probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's just call it how it is. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you for joining us, folks. Um, as always, it's been our pleasure to have you with us, and it's been our pleasure to be with you. Yep. Uh, you can uh, check us out on social media platforms, Twitter, at NonSequiturNerd, Facebook, um, NonSequiturNerds, uh, you can also find us on, at our website, which don't even bother. I was going to say, are we even going to bother talking about the website? We never I, do anything I, with it. I, I, I bring it. it it's a, it's shtick now <laughs> at this point. So, uh, you know, and, and watch. One of these days, I'm actually going to go website and I'm not. And then you completely like, cut hell? out for all of that. So I don't believe anything. <laughs> One of these days, Ian oh. will do something. Stay tuned One next time days, to find out what it is. Yeah, one of these days I'm going to, yeah. That's for me to know and you to find out. Apparently. Anyway, uh, so yeah, check us out on social media. And again, uh, find us on YouTube or uh, our podcast hosting site, Anchor.fm, which also feeds into Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and about six other podcast platforms. So check us out. Uh, We are available there. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, we uh, thank you again, folks, and hope you have a good day rest of your day, rest of your weekend, rest of your week, whenever you're listening, watching, whatever. Uh, but for uh, non-secular nerds, uh, I'm Ian. And I'm Tim. Catch y'all later. Bye.